Yee-haw! Yes, it is Thursday for a change. We're doing it on the Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it is nine. So as you kick up, it's time. How we doing? Scottish double act. I'm dead to yeah, the freaking world. <laughs> I think I think we all are actually. I've been dashing around like a blue ash fly today as well. So on a one horse open sleigh. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> or what we should say is this is this time of year on a one horse combine sleigh. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't know. It worked. I could have done something a bit better there, but I was doing it on the fly. Uh, but yes, guys, it is another draft show here at uh, UK Cowboys TV. It is uh, season four, episode 58. Uh, we're coming actually because we're going to cut season four off early just so people are aware of this and start season five in because there's a few extra tidbits we've got to throw in sponsorships and what have you because officially getting paid. Getting paid mm-hmm. to do the show, baby. So as soon as we kick season five off, which will be around draft time, um, that will be rocking and rolling. But yes, guys, the combine is up and running. I'm gonna ask you guys as well some questions that's been in um the sort of cowboys news sphere at the moment. So I'll ask your guys' opinion on that. Um, what do you guys think though of what do you guys make of the combine? yourselves i'll be perfectly honest i've not actually seen any of it no you don't watch it i've just not had any time mm-hmm. I, th- I think the on-field drills have only just started today so I'm, I'm watching defensive tackles are up at the moment so I'm watching defensive that. line and linebacker today yep yep mm-hmm. um but yeah. there's I think they've got it better. They've got it organized better now because obviously they're doing the on-field drills one day. They're back to doing the the bench press and everything else the other days as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's. I think the complaint last year was it was too compressed, and you know, people were having to do the bench press and then go and do the forty at the same time. Um, <laughs> you know, so they weren't giving their bodies enough time to recover properly but um yeah there's a i think there was somebody i forget who it was who had like a one of the chips you know that they have on them for playing i think they were like looking at the steps the amount of steps that they took (laughs) to get to all these drills in time but before we go any further let's bring in the star of the show from across the pond it is your guy next there he is look god he's beautiful what is going on, gentlemen? How are we doing? <laughs> Not bad. Um, How are you, that, beard, that beard's grown well. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, um, I, my time might be limited because where I, I cannot find my MacBook charger. My daughter had it. She's at the movies. I can't get a hold of her. But as long as my battery's up and running, I'm here with my guys. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk through some of the news that's been in uh, sure. the Cowboys as well as a bit of Cowboys uh, Cowboys Combine um, news as well or mm-hmm. takes that you guys have. Um, but first of all, I, I just asked these guys what you make of the Combine. But what's your take? Because obviously you get to watch it at a more reasonable right. time than what we get because obviously – um it's a it's a bad time for us like Thanks. by the time it, it gets into <laughs> yeah. it by the time it gets into full sale year in the uk it's like 10 11 o'clock at yeah, night. It's, it's a, you're gonna do like a lot of uh tape delay like record it and come back when i wake up 
<laughs> it's usually how it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But next, what's your take let, on a combine? Oh, go on. I was going to say, next look into my eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big facts. <laughs> the grind is real right now, gentlemen. Oh. It, it, yes. It's where it's at. But um, to me, the combine basically is a, hey, I saw enough on tape. Mm-hmm. Does it does it co-sign what I saw on tape? There or, you go. Or do I have pause? Maybe I need to go back and look at the tape some. You know, mm-hmm. as I like to call it, man, it is the underwear Olympics, if you will. And, yeah. you know, this summer of the year, we always see guys, suddenly they, they traits and they fly up the board. And then, you know, some of you think is like a first or second round pick. Well, maybe it doesn't look as good. They're going to kind of come down and, and whatnot. So, you know, I've always lived by the rule of thumb. The tape don't lie. And yeah, exactly. to me, the biggest thing out of the combine for me is the interview process and who these teams meet with more so than they- what's happening on the field as well. And the medicals. I like the medicals and the interview, which are the two big parts in a combine. Is unfortunately for us, because we're not in these rooms, is the bits we don't get to see. Um, And they're really the most important, the important pieces for these guys. Like, you know, there are some players that when you think about it, like you you, want to watch the drills just to make sure things do line up or... That, you know, like on certain teams, and I'm thinking like, you know, like Mississippi State is one, Michigan is another, where they kind of, how they use their players, so you don't see the full uh, scale of how they they move, do you know what I mean? Because they're limited to how they're supposed to play, Mm -hmm. Um, and you can just use this then as a a sort of a... um, a way to to, to to look at the other side of it and go, ah, okay, so he is able to bend that way. I am correct in what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, it's confirmation more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially that, yeah, big I, kid, that I, especially that big defensive tackle over there from Pittsburgh running that 40 today. Y'all see him move? I haven't watched it Ooh, yet. Oh, yeah. Sub four, uh, sub four, four, seven, four, four, seven, three. Four point six, four point six, seven. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Big boy, and inch taller. So you find a little surprise. He's an inch taller and, and hitting some speed traits there. So, yeah, it, it's fun for that side. You know, obviously, um, and understanding these guys, right? And, and what you're looking for with their splits and the cone work and, you know, what you're trying to get to as well, you know, goes a long ways. You know, I, I'm not worried about maybe the long term speed, but what are you in that short area quickness? What's your lateral movement? You know, what are you giving me that I see on tape and then I see the drills and see what's happening there and seeing how they move? So it's a fun time. You know, I, like I said, I, confirmation, Mike, is the perfect word. It's just confirmation of what you see. And, hey, a, a nice reset moment. Okay, maybe I need, maybe I didn't look at this guy enough. These traits are here. Maybe I need to go back and look at that tape a little bit more. And maybe he flew underneath the radar on me. So it's a good time to, you know, kind of check your grades and where you're at and give you some more work to do and, and see who you need to go back and look up more on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we've got a nice list as well uh, of – Players the Cowboys have already spoken to. I I know yeah. Paul's been busy. Have you seen some of the names the Cowboys have interviewed already, Paul? No, yeah. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I've just I, honestly I've just been so busy with my actual day job. I've not had a moment to even catch up with anything. So I am literally playing catch up here tonight. But I've yeah. got uh, I've got NFL Network on right now, just watching the drills right now, and I'm liking this run the hoop drill they're doing right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, like the interest one, Joey Porter, because there is a chance yeah. people keep saying, "Oh, there's no chance," and it's like, mm, you do know, like he's a type of player who draws a lot of flags, right. and for a lot of teams, they'll yeah. be like, "Yeah, I'm out on that." 
which is going to lower him down and get to a point where he could reach 26. I think that's an interesting thing. Uh, Derek Hall is a big one as well, because um, I do like him. I don't know, what's your take here, right? I'll ask all of you on generally how important drafting a pass rusher is. Because people are saying, nah, we don't need to. I think, personally, they do need to. I mean, you can't ever have too many pass rushers, right? Mm -hmm. And it's all about that rotation and what Dan Quinn likes to do in that rotation and keep exactly. guys fresh in, in, in those realms. So, I mean, you always have to take a look at it. And look, it's not, there's not a lot of guys uh, this year when we get to the deepest inside of the ball that just pop and going to be high. And then you got to think of the situation with the young man from Georgia and what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, that's going to kind of yeah. push some put, push some. how far does he go down? What's going on there? How's that going to move things? So maybe if you thought you wasn't thinking edge, uh, maybe round one, well, how's this going to move and maybe push some of these other edge guys up and now do you have to go there? So you always got to do your due diligence and see what's going to land there. Just like the Joey Porter situation, Mike, where you're talking about, hey, you think not, but he could definitely make it down that far and you got to be ready for it. So the yeah. Cowboys, and if you kind of look at them, and of course each day they're doing um, – each day they can interview certain positions, right? And, yeah. and go through that. And if you want a good running list, go check out my guy, Professor O. He's got a consistent list kind of rolling. I've That's seen it. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. Like, see, for me, what I'm liking is some of the deepest of tackles they're talking to. The edges are cool, yeah. but, you yeah. know, they're out here. Um, you know, they, they talk to the kid from Baylor, right? Um, uh, uh, yeah. And then um, what's our guy? Uh, and then, of course, the guy uh, from just talked it's about. Ica? Uh, Byron, Byron Young. Mm -hmm. I, Byron Young, yeah. yeah. Byron I like both. I, I like both Byron Youngs. Yeah, same, same, yeah. very much so. So it's cool to see that they're looking at that. And again, when you start talking about a guy like Ika, I, that's first, maybe second round style. We're talking there when it comes to yeah. him. So yeah. you know the Cowboys who we've talked about before don't generally take that kind of meaty guy in the middle early in drafts. Maybe that's a, a little bit of shift of uh, what they want to do this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, Ike is a good way to go. Um, certainly there. One of the names, both defensive backs that have popped up that I've seen the Cowboys have interviewed that I quite like, and I'll ask what your opinion is on them uh, next, is both Trey Dean uh, and Emmanuel Forbes. Because I think Emmanuel Forbes is, like, potentially, because, you know, the defensive back position, at the combine is massive in terms of the athletic testing. Right. That's probably the one position where it's the most important. You know, it's huge. Look at like Byron, you know, Byron Jones with the Cowboys. Not really on the on the radar. Has this huge <laughs> base jump, and he all of a sudden he's a first round pick. Right. Um. So the athletic testing is big for him, and I think for Emmanuel Forbes, if if he can show enough, right, he's a first round pick. I think. I think so. I, I, I tell you what, with the with the opportunity of Donovan Wilson maybe not being here, Dean's very excitable. And so I got to to spend a high pick on, and yeah. he can give you a lot of different things. He can do very athletic guy. So I, I think, but we learned with the Cowboys, you know, for the most part here underneath the Mike McCarthy areas, they're looking for traits and they're going to coach him up. Mm. We saw we saw a case in point with Sam Williams and and Tyler Smith last year. These were trait guys. They had all the the traits. And then they coached them up. And, and that's yeah. when I look at the cornerback position. And to your point, Mike, about Forbes, does he show enough traits that says, okay, you know, we've seen this, but he's got enough traits, we can do something with that. And see, Dean, on the other hand, I think he does have the traits that would intrigue them to bring him in here and coach him up when mm. it comes to the, just the two differences between those two particular guys in the back, the DB backfield. And I just want to add to what you said there. 
I actually think this year Sam Williams is gonna be he's gonna take a huge step Agreed. and you're gonna you he's gonna yep. explode on the scene this year. Yeah, I mean you, it's you kind of you know what we what I preached in the spaces on the Twitter spaces last year <laughs> as we were going through the lack of you know free agency as usual, I said you got to understand this as good as Michael Parsons was year one as a rookie, he's gonna be better year two. And I Instincts. said that's gonna be right. And and mm. that's gonna be the same thing we saw from year one to year two of Diggs. I said he he might not have as many interceptions, but he'll be a better cornerback year three. Same mm-hmm. thing with Lynn. These guys, year to year, the first three years, it's exponential growth is yeah. where you are. About your fourth year, you kind of top out. Not that there's not late bloomers, mm-hmm. but years three through – those first three years, there's big jumps there. So, you know, as we're talking about those guys who made the jump last year, well, you're going to see that with Tyler Smith. You're going to see that with Sam Williams, to your point. Uh, a Ferguson, you know, even yeah. Tobert. If Tobert just gets you one catch, he did better than he did last year. But <laughs> I, expect, I expect Tobert to do more than that. But I'm saying those guys are going to not not hard to lose. Yeah, one catch. But if he lines up on if he lines up on side, that's great. Yeah, Yeah, that is already (laughs) yeah, that's very true, true. very true. But those guys are going to take a big jump into their second year, and that's something to be excited about. Yeah, and (laughs) yeah, but you you know, you you pressed on something I was going to ask everybody as well. Though is you you just mentioned that about Ferguson taking a step up, um. Because the tight ends this year, this tight end class, not only is it deep, it's talented. Like, we've had, we've been quite spoiled in the past with tight ends. You know, we've always had a good, like, say, four or five tight ends, and then the rest are sort of niche or or have got particular sets of skills that that's what you're drafting for, just to be that type. But this year, I think the tight ends, there is a little bit of that, but there's still, like, when you go down the list, you can go into even when you you think how it's going to go into day three you're still going to get a quality tight end there True. in this draft with obviously the question marks on Duncan Schultz and how things are going to go how important is tight end and how important do people need to pay attention to the tight end position in this combine I mean me personally I mean I'm not drafting a tight end in the first two rounds no I'm just I'm just not I agree you're sticking with you got yeah I, I'm good with Fergie Hendershot I think I saw enough from them and, and there's ways to to add on, you know, with later picks in that realm. And if you get a guy like, you know, my guy Lipke out of uh, North Dakota State, he's kind of a Joe Juravicious clone, if you will. And you can check him in the past game, and he's a fullback, right? And you can add that to the mix and feel pretty good overall about it. But, yeah, I just On the West this, Coast offense as well, Nick. Right, with the West Coast offense. And I just think in general where the Cowboys are and the holes they have. Now, we got to wait through free agency. That's going to form some of this, right? True. As we get through yeah. free agency and different things, that will form kind of the outlook in this draft. But as of right now, I mean, I'm for sure not taking a tight end in round one. I think there's too many no. other needs here. I no. wouldn't touch it in round two. But, again, depending on how the board falls, you got to stay yeah. fluid. Yeah. Yeah, if something lands there in, 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 at 58 – and, and it's just leaps and bounds above it, then you got to understand the pick at that point. That's coming from a guy who's a pitch train conductor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you think as well, like, when when it's so deep at tight end, you mm-hmm. can sort of let it, let, let it sort of lead itself away. You know, I think personally the sweet spot for tight end this year is the third round. Gotcha. That's it. That, that that's yeah. what I I'm looking at. I'm looking at those third right round tight ends going. Yeah, that that's more that that's where the talent and value sort of hit each other, and you've got that nice sweet spot mm-hmm. of what will be available to you. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, apart from that, really, the the rest of it for me in terms of, um, I mean, I'm I'm 
going to pay attention to what Devon A. Chain's 40 times going to be, mind. Because that guy is moving. Yeah. 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 I mean, that guy, 40, that guy... Everybody loves the 40 this time of the year, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Including Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got, got to get the old Rich Eisen run in. You already know. I wonder how many second, how many half a second he'll be slower this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does get slower. Yeah, he does get slower every year. But, um, yeah, I, I, like, I think A-Ching, um, he's actually run the 100 metres in 10 exact, 10 flat. Mm. Like, that's oh, yeah. Olympic 100 metre sprint speed. Right. Um, I know there's a few others. You know, you've got, like, higher who can run fast as well. You know, you're going to have the, the Darius Rush, um, who's another guy. Is there anyone particularly, though, on the speed side, next you you want to look at? Are you not too concerned, really, when it comes to the 40 times? There are certain things you want to see. You want to see traits. Look, man, I, I'm a big Drew Sanders guy, linebacker from Arkansas. Ah. I'm a big Drew Sanders guy. I can't wait for him to run. This guy's athletic, yeah. and I know a lot of people will just say, they'll look at him like, oh, well, 6'5", white, linebacker, LVE. That's not his yeah, game, though. No. That is He's not like Micah Parsons. Game. Yeah, that is not his game. So yeah. I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see him. I'm always excited to see the big nasties run. It's always, yeah. you know, because if you can find a guy that's got some explosiveness as the, as the big nasties do, and that's like, oh, okay, you know, not only is he going to plug that hole, but he's got some he's got some juice to him in, in getting upfield and doing certain things, maybe chasing stuff down from the backside. So I mean, obviously, you know, it's important for the wide receivers, right? And depending on what you want to get to and what you're looking for. You know, running backs, it helps them too. But I like seeing the I like seeing the big guys run, man. I like seeing them run and see what they got and, and how they move. And I, you know, because it's one thing to be big, but if you're athletically big, that gives you more flexibility within your defense. So that's what I like to look at. Plus, I'm a big guy anyway. So <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you, you, biggies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you played linebacker yourself, so you so you mm-hmm. know. But um, yeah, I, for me, with the ta- on the speed side, when we're talking the big guys. I me, mean, it's the ten yard split because oh, yeah. that's you know like the initial burst. That's right. the how's you get up. Um, so when, when, when I'm watching that, that's the big one to watch. But go on, sorry, Lauren, I I, I butted in there on you. What was you going to say? No, I was I was going to say I I agree. I mean, forty yard dash is yeah, it's great watching guys like the Georgia defensive tackle last year. You know, running and surprising everybody with everything. That yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, these guys, yeah. yeah. I mean, these these guys are getting faster now. They're they're still getting topping out the skills at you know whatever, but they're they're getting faster. And you know, there was there was a comment this week. I think Stephen Jones said that you know there is now quite a disparity between the speed that offensive linemen are doing the forty and then. The speed the defensive linemen are doing them in, even though the 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 weight the weight's about the same size, you know. Right. Um. Uh. But you know, as, as I say, it's a change of pace it, or change of direction that you need to see the three cone drills, the the pass rushing drills, that sort of thing. That really is the thing because nobody actually you, you'll never get a free release to run forty yards down the field. Um, even as a wide receiver, you know you're you're going to have to battle, um, get off the line, press coverage, you know, bump and run that sort of thing. Um, so it, it's how you can change direction and and still keep that motor going. I think is the main thing. So yeah, big vex. And to your point, Mike, you know the forty yard dash and everything. When you talk about the big guys and everything, 
nine times out of ten, you're not stretching out 40 yards. It's that split and what's going on there. You know, yeah, that's the one yeah. thing I always talk about when it, when it, people said, like, Emmitt Smith was slow. Emmitt Smith was the fastest running back in the league from one to ten yards. I can talk about in real time and blocking, like, his explosive out the gates. He was the fastest running back in the first ten yards, which was huge for him and what he did. You know, and that's yep. getting back to the splits and what we're talking about here with these big guys and things of that nature that can give you is really what it's about. But, you know, it's like chicks dig the long ball. You know, we all love the 40 time. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, you know, sticking to your comment there. I mean, look at Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice sure. leads the league in receiving one of the slowest receivers on the field. And that's Next. like an argument I've been having with people with Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm. is that a lot of people are say uh, like I've said he's slow and that's upset some people. I'm like, it's not but a bad is. thing that he's... Yeah, exactly. But he is. He's I mean, not, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's he, exactly. But he can move, though. <laughs> it, it, he, he, he doesn't need to move fast because right. he's so crisp in his release and on his routes and his breaks that he's so wide open by the time the ball gets to him, it doesn't matter. He He's basically at that side, at that point, you're looking at breakaway speed, which right. he can't. He does once he gets up there, his speed is like a passable grade. But he's not this this fast runner, um, and that's why, like, because I've seen a lot of Cowboys fans talking about Jackson Smith and saying how they want to draft him. Here. Pure talent. I'm not saying I would not um, draft Jackson if he was there. If he's there, take him. I just think though. If we're moving to the West Coast offense, you need those, mm. you know, like those shiftier guys off the line. You know, they're mm. going to be, they need to be nifty. And I just think that that's not Jackson's game. Oh, my flag's falling down. Um, <laughs> I can I see mean, it coming I mean, down. Yeah, I mean, and, and look, and for me, I got JSN like, in my top 10 wide receivers. I have JSN yeah. at, at, at five. It's where I have you, man. I have him fifth overall on my list. Um, you know, and he's viable and for all the things you said. You know, in the West Coast offense, it's about separation of route running being a technician. You don't have to have yeah. over the over the top speed or anything. And no. you kind of look at the guys that whenever Mike McCarthy was in power up there in Green Bay and who he drafted, they have a particular type that they've drafted there. There's not really big burners and things like that. So, I mean, he would, I, I wouldn't be against it, but boy, no. I'll tell you what, I love Zay Flowers. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I love Zay Flowers, man. God bless. I got him number three on my board on all wide receiver, Zay Flowers. Yeah? Yeah. You I got like him Zay that high. Yeah, and if you look, because a lot of people look at him and say, well, he's, he's kind of short, right? He's short. And he played outside, though. Look at his splits. Look at his counts. He wasn't a slot guy. He was an outside guy. He was. So, I, I'm super excited. I got Jordan Edison number one. Who shows number one wide receiver? I got Edison one over Quentin uh, Johnson. Una momento. Mm -hmm. um, I will get my... Now I have my number one wide receiver is Jordan Addison, USC. Yeah, same. same. Yeah, I got that's the number one. Yeah, um, I mean, like you, you know, you can. Uh, I the, a nice quick snapshot I always like to use just to begin with is what's their quarterback rating when they're targeted, uh, and Addison obviously higher. It was the. <laughs> The most last season, but Addison's right up there. But I just like everything he provides. Um, in terms of you know reliable hands, good right, incredible right running. Right. But he's good both on short and deep passes, and that's what I like. Whereas when you look at, at JSN, 
it's more the intermediate distance. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's really where he's playing. And that's where the problem I have in drafting him for a West Coast offense. Got you. Yeah. That, that's that's my problem. But we, we was just talking about uh, linebackers, and then we'll come back to wide receivers now. Because I, I thought about this little question to ask mm-hmm. all of you. A little hypothetical. So it could be linebacker could be a need. If LVE ends up hitting the free agent market and able to test the market, I think he's going to price himself out of Dallas. Um, because I'm thinking with, with LVE, uh, six or seven mil per for like three years. That's what right. I'm thinking. No more than that. But I can see if he hits free agency, teams offering him more than that, right? Option one is to tag him. So it keeps him in the building, stops him being able to take well, it. What's that? Is that tag like 18 million though? 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but next next thing. Wait, wait, wait. I can bring it back for you. Okay. I know I know you're a little upset, but I'll bring this back, right? Think about this. You, you're going to tag LVE, right, just to stop him from being able to test the free agent market. He doesn't necessarily have to play the season on the tag. Mm-hmm. In the For time sure. that you tag him, but until July, you can put him on and you, you just gives you time and stops him going out there and pricing himself up. Um, so it just saves you there. But you know the, the Cowboys have talked about um tagging somebody and it might be a surprising. I think personally he's gonna be Pollard, and this is just smoke and mirrors. But I the only other person I think it could be is Donovan Wilson. Yeah. I think it could be that guy. If they're saying like, oh, you're gonna be surprised who we're gonna tag, could be Donovan yeah. Wilson. Just so that they don't lose that. Because they got a nice safety room starting to build now, and you let Donovan Wilson go, all of a sudden you just—it's coming back again. It's the particular, you know, it's that typical Dallas narrative of the safety room again. You know, you're like, oh, we never invest in safety. Um, but here's one for you: LVE hypothetical. He ends up walking, going to another person. Are we picking up Bobby Wagner? Are you willing to do that? I, I mean, I've I've kind of been on record. Uh, look. I think the Wagner cost is down. Mm-hmm. I, I think the LV cost could be a smidge up from what you paid him last year. I think you should get both these guys in the building and draft a guy. Just kind of where Go I'm for at it when all? it comes to it. Yeah, because, I mean, look, if you take look, you take LV off this roster and you don't add a Wagner, I mean, look what you have right now. You got Clark Cox and, and who? Harper from yeah. the draft last year? I mean, that's all you mm-hmm. have at linebacker. You need and to he replenish was this thing. And look, LVE, who gave us, he missed a couple games, but no next, you know, he's here. And I, I kind of feel like LV might be back here. It's kind of like the, the J. Ron Kerr situation. Played well for us. Couldn't really get a market because they thought he worked in our defense, but wouldn't work anywhere else. Mm-hmm. LV with a neck injury, we know it well, but maybe other teams will be worried about it and he can't go out here and get a deal. But you still yep. know there's always that time because I think if you bring LVE back, I do believe it's like a three year deal. I don't think it's a one year deal now. It no, no, be no, like no. A three, three. Yeah. yeah, it'll be like a so three year deal with like cost. a two year. You can spread it out, and then you get Wagner in here a little bit cheaper, probably on a one year deal, and then you draft the guy, and you feel pretty good about the about the linebacker room. But I, even if you don't bring back LVE and you bring Wagner, you have to, I think you have to sign two linebackers this offseason, one way yeah, or the other. I don't, I'm not Anthony Barr. I'm not bringing back. No, I'm not bringing Barr back. No, no, not at all. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm done on that that mm-hmm. experiment. It was good at the time. But uh, you know, Bar is definitely hit the wall. I think. Right. Yeah. You can see the instincts and the sharpness of there, but his body's failing him. That's how I feel about Bar. It's like the late career of Sean Lee. Like it was all instincts, but it was just not fully there. It was. Yeah. He's. You know. The. The. 
the athleticism is on the decline yeah that's for sure yeah but uh, what, what do you make paul of the bobby wagner i know you're you're a fan of him yeah just to kind of follow up what nick says like the cost has went down now um he's been released by the rams i don't see why not i mean it's like a low risk high reward i would i would say uh scenario if we do bring him in so i'm all for it yeah yeah I, I am too i think um you know you get him sign him for a four-year deal maybe back end load the contract so that you know put put money on the signing bonus so that he's got guarantees of say 20 million uh base salaries this year and next year and then the last two years hype the hype the base salary up and then obviously you make a decision then but you know he's he's getting the guarantee of 20 million or what, over four years or whatever it's guaranteed it's in his pocket from the, the minute he signs the check um or signs the contract and then yeah. you know he's made the money there and you know he's you know we gotta start with this off-ball linebacker stuff i'm sorry we, look how, how often are we traditionally in a four three or three four like let's yeah, just be I know. clear like yeah. I understand why people talk middle and stuff like that. Typically, we're in a nickel formation. It's two linebackers, mm -hmm. so technically they're all off line. They're off ball linebackers. It's, it's called second level players. Yeah, yeah it's, it's outdated <laughs> terminology, and I understand people like to class and do certain things, but it's mm. outdated terminology, man. It, it just really is. It, can the guy be in the middle? And by middle, we're talking about split second level. You yeah. said can they go sideline to sideline and make plays? Off ball, on ball, around the ball. I don't care. Can you make plays at the linebacker? The, the off-ball linebacker terminology to me, just eh, I, can you can you run and go, see ball, get ball? Can you do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I want to see. And ironically, there, there's a player in this year's draft from Texas, Devon Overshow, yeah. who played safety. And I know safety to linebacker isn't that much, but you know sometimes like the body type in terms of uh, and like the instinct on what they're supposed to do on the run mm. can be slightly off. But he's proven that. It, what you just said doesn't matter if you can play there and it works, just go for it. it you know, if you can get the ball, point and shoot, go. Big facts. Yeah, yeah I'm right there. I'm right there with you. And but, second level has, players is what I call them. Yeah, you do second level erasers. And I, look, and I like the uh, the the Wagner Clark in a ninety pick. It's cool, but again, Wagner's long in the tooth. You have to worry about being in in a, in a light treading situation if you suffer an injury there. That's why to me. Adding two guys, Wagner, maybe maybe Kazir White, he's a free agent. Look at what mm -hmm. he does at the linebacker position. There's a guy you can bring in if it's not LVE. But I think you got to add two linebackers and draft a guy at some point to really restock that room, though. Yeah, yeah. definitely, because you do need a lot more in that linebacker room, that's for sure. I, you know, If LVE doesn't pan out uh, and he does move on, you really extremely, you know, you're up the creek without a paddle at that point. Um, but for me, I've got asked this question um, a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, and so I've had to repeat my answer to these questions. I've actually said I am... Um, more inclined at this stage in terms of importance of looking to sign one of the free agent defensive tackles to the Cowboys. I think you take on, um, you know, like from the, the, the defensive tackles from Philadelphia or Commanders, mm -hmm. Vikings, any one of those guys, and you add them to this roster, saves you having, it doesn't mean you don't have to draft an inside defensive lineman in this year's draft. I just think that. You can plug those guys in. You know, you were saying at the start of the show next, that three-year waiting period, you know, that fruition period, as I say. 
I think with defensive tackle, it's even more so. It's like four years. Like Neville Gallimore now, we come to the fourth year. Um, more than likely, he's probably gone, I right. think. But I think rather than... Because if you draft a defensive tackle, we're still waiting on that defensive tackle to come to fruition. If we take one from the free agent market and stick him in there, pow. We've got a solid defensive line right. with what you've got with Micah Parsons. Do your plan with the linebacker position too. So now all we're looking at in the draft at this stage now are, are cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, and speaking of people running, oh, Brian Breesley out of Clemson just ran. Ran a 4.86.40, uh, but unofficial, they got it at 4.93. But, four, but the official was 4.86. 10-yard split was a 1.71. Mm, not bad. Yeah. What's his weight? What's his weight? Uh, he's he's right at three, right? He's like two ninety eight ish, three hundred one ish, somewhere right in there. Mm. Is where he's at. Yeah. So interesting, interesting to, stuff there. I'll have to check my height, weight, size chart in a bit. It's on there somewhere. Ten four. Yeah. As I'm just going through because I'm kind of saying I'm, I'm over here with Paul. I'm, I'm sneaking and looking here at some of the yeah. some some of, some of the combat stuff going on right now, and, and seeing what's going on, and then of course. Uh, Talking about our guy, um, uh, Ika out of Baylor, uh, Ika should say, uh, yeah, ten, was a one one eight eight, I think, on this ten yard split, and he ran a four uh, five two six forty. Now, of course, now this is a big, this is a big mother trucker though. He's he's not that two ninety eight kind of guy. He's a little bit bigger, so um, <laughs> these big guys run. I love it. it. Gets me excited seeing these big guys run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ika really reminds me of Via Via right now. It really does. It's fair. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I mean, yeah. you can't use a Via Via in the middle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you could actually get Vita Veyer in the the building if you really wanted to, because things are so desperate over there. Yeah, I mean, you know, depending on how the money looks and everything else, it's uh, interesting times there in Tampa for sure. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I like little. I mean, I mean, I'm okay with bringing Hankins back too. I see Little Mac charming in there. We're bringing Hankins back. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Low cost, you can bring it back. Sure, absolutely, by all means. I, and that tandem that you know we've spoken about this before. Yeah, the completely, tandem with completely agree with it. Yeah, with with the, the LVE and the Hankins ta- uh, tandem was phenomenal mm-hmm. when that was in full flow. Um, you know, you watched uh, when Hankins in and LVE and they started to get a feel with each other. You can even see it statistically. The yards per carry in those games were just going down and down with each game right. uh, until they both got injured and they shot back up again. But that just goes to prove the point. You know, that you see it with them in and you see it with them out. And there was a huge difference. I think, Hank, but Hankins, I, I think, is he not going to be like 31, I believe? He's up there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's up there for sure. He yeah. might be a little bit older than that. I think so. Yeah. I think he might have been 31 this year. Yeah, so, I think he's like 32, 33 going into next year, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But still, well, I mean, for a defensive tackle, that doesn't bother me that much, though. It doesn't bother me that much. By the way, Nolan Smith, uh, vertical. 41.5 inches. Jesus. <laughs> now, wow. we, were talk- we were talking about a guy who... Now, see, no Hank- spent- Hankins turns 31 at the end of this month. Okay, uh, 31. Okay. There it is. Okay. That's still even better. Well, even better. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But I tell you something. Nolan Smith, if he hasn't written a letter of thanks to Micah Parsons right. <laughs> for, like, blowing it up, because they are, like, so similar. And he's- I bet he's thinking, like... Thank you for laying the groundwork to show that. Yeah. When you watch him play very Micah Parsons-esque. Right. Um, 
but yeah, that, that was well, an interesting guy, one. And look at how many guys so far through the interview process, like, well, I watched Michael Parsons try to pattern my game after him. So many yeah. of these young guys yeah. have yeah. talked about Michael Over, or Overshaw, Overshaw and Novak as well. Yeah. Yeah. Overshaw and another good example. Yeah, you know, we mentioned him. They they, they just need to be writing <laughs> Michael the thank you note. Like, thank you for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 you're doing the Lord's work. You're carving a lane for us. Appreciate you, fella. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Stand on your shoulders. Um, but another guy, because they were saying... Uh, uh, talking, you know, and sticking with the Hankins talk, though. If we don't get to keep him, how do you guys feel, or is he too rich in terms of what his value is right now on Mazzy Smith? That's the nose tackle from Michigan. I wrote him up today. Yeah. On well, you know, I mean, the, the word is, uh, by the way, to uh, Byron, uh, Bijan's 21. I think Gibbs is 22. I don't know for sure. But Bijan's 21 for sure. I have to check on Gibbs. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, uh, Sneaky, that you bring him up sneakily. That that's there's there's talk behind the scenes. The Cowboys are very intrigued by him, by the kid from Michigan. Mm. You know, um, so there there's some thing there's some some links there. Um, and again, this is kind of going back to what we're starting to see in here, and kind of feeling into maybe Gallimore is going to be a move here where they could save a couple million dollars against the cap. That maybe they will go higher this year in the draft uh, at the deepest tackle position. And again. This is how the draft lays, right? Because each year you have to look at what, what's available in this draft, where you're drafting at. Because I know a lot of people, we always get caught up on BPA. I think the draft is just BPA-ish. It's, well, when I'm time to pick, what's the best player available at positions of need, right? You yeah, know, Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, if you got a quarterback at the best available player on the on the, on the the draft boards, a quarterback, you're not taking the quarterback, right? So, I'm going to have to come to a little commonality when it comes to that in the draft process. But, for instance, in this draft, okay, Offensive tackles aren't very deep. Guards a little bit different. True. True. Edge, you know, not a ton of edges, but maybe you got some of these bubble tweener guys, off-ball linebackers. I'll bring that one back around. That can give <laughs> you some rush, if you will. And then, of course, but defensive tackles early in this draft, they're, they're a commodity here. They are really mm-hmm. a commodity about the guys we've just been talking about here. We haven't dug through all of them, but, you know, where the Cowboys are picking, depending on how this board falls, that might be where they need to go in the first round. And, you know, yeah. like, again, Paul, we get that Vita Vea Jr. over there from Baylor. Boy, don't ever, don't complain. That's a great move for the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is true. And, and, like, when you think, like, with a defensive lineman, um, it was it was getting a bit desperate there. Because, like, I'm out, sure. on, I'm out on Brian Breesey. I've done a scouting report on him. No, I, I'm, I'm out. I'm not. Not for I'm, me. I'm good there, too. I, I agree yeah. there. And, and, okay. the, Michigan, the Michigan kid, I've been, I've, been, I've been coin flip on the Michigan kid. But I know it's real. And the people I've talked to and things I'm hearing, it, it, it's they're intrigued. They're intrigued. Now, I get it. This time of year, there's a lot of smoke gets thrown around here. Of course. A it's the Lions season. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, things happen. Uh, the other kid, uh, was Oswald, so what his name is, um, not Overshawn, but the defense is tackled down there from, from Texas. He's a guy oh, you can uh, look oh, at. Oh, Jomo? Yeah, yeah. He's a guy. Uh, Jomo. You look at him, you look at the traits, the size, what he can do. A guy yeah. you can probably get in the third or the fourth round. You know, that lines up very much in stuff that they like to do. And, uh, you know, so it'd be intriguing to see, you know, where the Cowboys go. They That's the great thing about this defensive tackle, you know, section this year of the draft. You can get a guy high, but there's some good value here in rounds three, four at defensive tackle. Uh, so it's, it's very top to bottom on the defensive tackle this year, which it hasn't been that way in years past. Yeah. I'll let you go now, Paul. Just answer this question. Bijan's 20, Gibbs is 21. 20. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. Like, 
yes, for for me, like if there's one thing for defensive tackle that I hope would do draft is one is more of a proper one tech position, like yeah. defensive yeah, tackle rather than rather than a free tech. Because yeah. let's be honest, like as much as I love Neville Gallimore, he was never a one tech, never. Yep. Yeah, and if we true. if we can get if we can get ourselves a proper one tech where we can actually like hold the a gap pretty much, so then I think we're on to a winner. Yeah, I mean, like they they have spoken today with the uh with the kid from northwestern so okay yeah i don't know if he's gonna be he's not the type to play the one tech i don't think he's gonna he he definitely doesn't have the weight to do it i think he's more like 280 so he's definitely like to play nose or or a one tech but he is really really good and i think if they're looking at a guy like him um I would say third round, possibly, like you were right. saying. That's your th- sort of third round defensive lineman. When you talk about nose tackles, though, I just think that, you, you know, those typical run stuff in nose tackle, right. they're the guys you take late, you know, like sixth round, mm. fifth round. You're not drafting these guys high. Typically, anyway, I know we there is in the past there's been some. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's you know, and, and and when people talk about this, because your one six not going to play fifty percent of your defensive snaps. Exactly, so it's, it's hard to draft a guy that high because of what he does. But now, if you can find a guy that can that can be that one six and give you more, and you can do that, then that's where the the, the value comes in. Uh, speaking of which, the official forty times for all of the. Uh, uh, D lineman fastest guy was Cancy out of Pittsburgh at four point six seven. Yeah, yep. wow. okay. yeah, I'll forward that to you. If y'all need me to go and see it yet, uh, are you gonna hook up uh, Tom Downey? He he just posted it as well. So um, yeah, man, it's it's you know uh, again, it's just the value of how these drafts fall and what you have to be able to procure out of the draft, depending on what the pool of players are there. And the one thing I do like where the Cowboys are situated uh, this year is where the draft is pretty deep. It's kind of where the Cowboys need to be at. Yeah, exactly. Guys, which That's helps what tremendously. You, yeah. know, you need a linebacker? Okay, well, you can get you a linebacker. You, you need a defensive tackle? No problems here. Wide receiver? Sure. And, you know, and look, <laughs> everybody's top 10 is going to look wildly different within that. Now, you might have to get on the train with me. I'm in the 5-5 five, five game. I'm on these short guys this year, Zay Flowers, <laughs> Tate Dale. I like these short guys. I like them more than I'm that. with you, man. I'm with I, you. I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't have Jill Hyde in my top 10 wide receiver from Tennessee. No? You think the the one trick pony part of his game is just too uh, uninspiring for the NFL? Yeah. And the thing is, and they hid him. It wasn't just like, well, you're just going to run these routes. They always stacked him. Yeah, they like hid him. I got Tillman over him. Same school. Yeah, I, I did. A, I did a, a video of like Jalen Hyde the good and Jalen Hyde the bad. Mm. And you look oh, at yeah, it, the formations on yeah. both are exactly the yeah, same. They, dude, they hid the him spread so offense. Much. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I don't know, you, man. I, I'm watching tape on him, and I'm just like, okay, there he is again, stacked on the outside, on the spread <laughs> offense. Like, yeah. next play, next there play. he is, stacked on the outside, spread. <laughs> and he's just like, and it's always the same two routes, yeah. the same. It, you don't even, and you think, oh, he's on a nine route. Maybe this time we're going to see a bang nine. Maybe no. you get a nice little bang nine route. Right. Nope. No, straight nine. Just straight nine. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> now, look, don't be someone's going to fall. And look, and I understand. I'm probably one of the few that don't have him in the top ten. And, and, and I, I get I the reasons why. I get, I get it, the reasons why. I understand why people will have him there just because of the speed and what he brings. And you can't coach speed. And there's going to be a guy that says, we can coach him up and get him to run these routes. You know? Mm. So, uh, you know, I, look, I don't I don't, I don't, don't wish downfall or wish these guys to do bad by any chance. No, no, no. But I think for me and the way I've kind of 
procured my content in the draft going from the NFL to just strictly Cowboys is I kind of built my board to a certain extent to the that leans Cowboys and what they have in house some. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and to you. me, I just don't think how it works out here. Definitely you know? not. No way. No. I mean, mine is more generic. Mine is is on my rankings. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like if he was to do it, definitely not. He's not. I know we're after a speedster, but I'm after it. I'm after a speedster burner that has a little bit of um, zip to his yeah. game. A little hey, like is over Hyatt all day. It yeah, was about definitely. polar opposites from the speed standpoint. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. And you know, there's a lot that can go wrong. I think in high scale. I tell you what I did is on my scan report because I try and do a, a cowboy's mm. um, comparison of what right. he is. Rocket Ishmael. Very true. I got you. That's the, that's the closest I can find. I know he's not exact, but if he was to think about it, he's just this tall, lanky speedster who's mm. going to go burning down the line. Yeah. Someone's going to take him. And look, we'll come back here next year. He's going to do crazy numbers and be like, Nick's, you're crazy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's usually the case. The guys who, who I'm always like, oh, oh he's generational now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but one, uh, because they've, they've, they've spoken about Tyron Smith. Mm. That he's he is gonna say the, the Cowboys. You know, Stevens talked a lot this week, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we could talk about some of his yep. comments to, to finish off. But they've said Tyron Smith's playing. If mm. Terrence Steele is coming along on leaps and bounds the way they're saying, along with um, oh, there's a good one, Joey Galloway. Yeah, very yep. true. Um, another good one, uh, another good comparison there. But if Terrence Steele is starting. Tyron Smith is on the left. I know we've always got worries about Smith because it's 2015 was the last time we played all yep, the games. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. Yeah, Scary that was before stuff. my my son wasn't even born. Yeah, um, yeah. So we've we've got that going on. Tyron still on on the right. So obviously that means what are we doing with Tyler Smith all of a sudden? Well, does that mean he's going back into guard? Because if he does, does that mean we need to draft an inside offensive lineman? Don't we need to look at drafting a tackle instead? Go ahead, Lauren. And the, the, it's a lot other, to take away. There, there is, and the other problem for me, I mean, Mike McCarthy's come out. He says he expects a, you know, the second year jump rather than a sophomore slump. Um, you know, he expects Tyler Smith to to improve again now. But if you're asking him to move back into guard, you know, and you're focusing him on guard for for so long you know guys like we wasted lyle collins because lyle collins was an absolute beast at right tackle but we played him at left guard for for a period of time and it was only <coughs> when the option was there that you needed to move him to right tackle that you know we unleashed mm-hmm. this beast um you know is it right to be bringing tyron smith back because you know again we haven't seen him play a full season the more and more, he's been taking more and more time off for mm-hmm. various injuries and what have you. Um, and you know, the way Terence, the way the running game disappeared when Terence Steele went down. Yeah, yeah. okay. Tyron Ty- Smith playing right tackle. It's always you know he's. We talked about the mechanics and everything. It's muscle memory and all that. Yeah. But you know, it didn't improve with Tyron Smith. You know. As Brian Broaddus said, he he now has a greater appreciation for Terrence Smith. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Terrence Steele, Steel. because of 
because of the way Tyron Smith couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, you know, are we going to are we ultimately going to be wasting Tyler Smith by having him playing inside again? Um, should we be going out? The, the whole thing, you know, Cowboys always talk about position flex, position flex, and you want your best five guys, but realistically, you want your best guys at each different position. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't you don't want the best tackle actually playing guard. You know, um, I see him as a guard though. That's the trouble. See, I don't. Nope. I don't see nope. I, at all. I'm a fear that one next. I'm a fear that one. You've hurt, my, I, you've hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> Emotional, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing is, and, and I said it last year, and I think I actually said it on the show. I was like, we're watching the Rumble deck situation play out just at left tackle. You know, he wasn't supposed yeah. to be the left tackle yet. The injury happened. Here he is, and it's time. And I'm just not big on the flip-flopping and stuff. Me, personally, I'm not. And so now, you know, he started, he anchored. He had moments of struggle. Guess what? When he did play inside Peters on the outside, it was okay at him at left guard. I thought he was better at left tackle than left guard, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I now, agree, yeah. You know, now, granted, he didn't get a lot of – and that was the thing we were frustrated in last training camp was he wasn't getting the burns at left guard when he was supposed to be playing left guard. So that was a weird – you know, situation going on there as well. So, but the, I think the big thing when it comes to Tyron Smith is what is the plan here? Now, yeah, it's they, cool it, it, right. It's, it, it's cool. Like, oh, well, still's going to be ready to go. We think he's going to be ready at, at training camp. Yeah, yeah. well, th- th- sure, sure, Steven. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. It sounds good. You know, but, you know, I think overall, the, the, the pressing thing that we've come to learn, no matter the coaching, we keep hearing whoever the coaches are now, we keep hearing best five, best five, mm-hmm. Stephen mm-hmm. Jones thing. We just have to understand. It's a Stephen Jones thing, his best five. So now, if I can move him over, right, just thinking about it in this round, they remember who they drafted last year in Willetsico. He's your swing guy anyway. There you go. Yeah. Right? Still's going to be ready. Well, now we're set across the line. We don't have to sign McGovern, and I got a starting five here, so I'm not pressed to take anything high at offensive line because of what I have in place on paper, even though we all know That's why I was it's not a matter of that. if, it's a matter of yeah. when Tyron When. Exactly. But they already have the built-in, though, for them. They already have With the built-in. If he gets hurt, they'll either – here's what they'll do. They'll draft a guard later, and what will happen is if he gets hurt, they'll just slide Tyler, Tyler Smith back I'm out with there you back and, out. And, get, yeah. and get the young guy in yeah. there. Because yeah. so, I'm with you about the plan. At. Yeah, I'm with you about the plan. It, it, they need a plan because I didn't like seeing Smith going back and forth. Right. I, crazy that he managed to do it, mind. Thanks. That just goes to show the talent, you know, that he's that good. He can he can move. I'm not just in and out, you know, game by game. He's moving in and out during the game. Right. That yep. you look at look at the playoff game. He it, it, four snaps in, and the, we've got our left tackle going out, and all of a sudden Smith's playing left tackle. Tyler Smith's playing left tackle. Just it's wild. Yeah. And he he was the best offensive lineman in that game. Um. <laughs> which <laughs> is just crazy to say yeah uh, uh but i just think that you know uh, the reason i was saying i prefer mcgard is because i want to keep tyron tyron smith mm. because difficult this at times i want to keep him at tackle and then i can put obviously tyler smith in a guard although he's better at a tackle i can put him in there now i'm not worried so much about what i'm doing in the draft with the line but right. I did. I do like what you were thinking with the offensive line later. Oh, he's gone. The offensive guards later in the draft. I do prefer that plan. I don't know what 
you guys thought of that. Lauren? Yeah, I, I mean, you're certainly going to be putting some some resources into it. Um, and I don't, I don't think we need to go with somebody that high up um, you know, the first or first or second round. So the latter rounds, you can bring somebody in and bring somebody on. We've got Farniok, we've got well, let's go, all that sort of stuff. You've got potential backups there, people who can actually start if required. They have started as well. They've got, you know, um, they've got sand in their pants now as well. So um, all that sort of stuff. Um, but. You don't you, you, you just let the board, as I say, you, you've patchworked everything. You know, we talk about how the Cowboys always try and patch over everything before they go into the draft so that they don't have to reach for players, which is something the Cowboys used to do back in the early 2000s. Um, you know, when and that's why we made you know, we, we had that tail off from the, the Jimmy Johnson teams and what have you that, um you were missing out on guys. Um, so just let the board come to you and pick up the pick up the reasonable talent, I think. so. Definitely, this is a year of letting the board come to us. Oh, he's back in the building. He's back in, he's back out, he's back I in. I, yeah, yeah I, I, just, I just switched over to the old phone. Okay. Yeah, we got AirPods. We got, we got... We got other things to do, so I was able to jump back into the fray here. Yeah, I, I was. Sent, I sent you a message anyway, mate. That we, I was saying like we'll be wrapping up any minute now. Anyway, I'm going to rock um, until my phone dies. We're good. I'm back. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'm more thinking of Paul looking at me. He, he's, he's struggling there. His, his eyes are uh, disappearing on us. Like, I have a question before we go. Just let me know. I'll let you get to what you need to get to. But I don't have a question before yeah. we get out of here. No, no, you go, man. Okay. Okay, cool. So let's uh, can we address the elephant in the room from Stephen Jones and what he said? Or, well, he didn't yeah, say yeah. it, but. That's but what we, we was going to finish on. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, working on something big. And yeah. we talked about this extensively in the space last night. <laughs> Extensively, as I had to argue with a guy who told me we need to draft Bo Nixon, dump that. But neither here nor that. No. Look, I don't have a lot of guys on my last name, so I call him Cousin Bo Nix, okay? All right. However, no, don't do that. Don't draft Bo Nixon, dump that. Let's not do that. But either way, um, see, to me, because, you know, a lot of people, and, and rightfully so, right? Rightfully so, uh, would say, um, well, big for big on the scale, like, because that's what we have to look at. 14. 14 yeah. Yeah. What's, I'm sorry. What's big? What, no, you're good. I got you. Uh, what's what's big on the Stephen Jones scale? And Odell mm -hmm. Beckham checks the bookmarks of being big, yep. right? That's what I thought. However, that's not really big if we are if he's already talked about it though. Yeah, go for the other wide receiver. Because because he's already talked that they're going to go and spend the block and go talk to Odell. And then yeah. the other receivers in Dallas working, right? The other receivers in there working. That's uh our guy D Hop, all right, the, the DeAndre Hopkins working out yeah. with Dez even. Okay. But you know, to me, guys, it's smoke season. Can we can we look over the hedges? Can we dream a little bit? Yeah. Can we just dream a little bit? What's well, the last big move the Cowboys did that got them to a Super Bowl? What was that big move? Anybody remember? Hit us with it. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, mm -hmm. yeah. 
Remember, and at that time, you know, Stephen Jones physically accosted his dad, put him against the wall to not do it, but Jerry Jones did it anyways. I mean, look, if you want to make a big splash, go over there and go get Jalen Ramsey. Lock this defense up. <laughs> and people will say, because on the, here, on the outset here, right, well, it's $17 million this year. I think it's $13 million after that, and he's got a third year around $18 million. Guess what? It's completely doable. Because you got to pay mm-hmm. Diggs. That's okay. Guess what? You're able to do it because you have a Deron Bland late round draft pick on a rookie deal that you're going to put in the slot and get five, six million away once you release Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis, yeah. yeah. I'm just putting it in the atmosphere. If we look over I, the and think, think about this. Think about this. Jaden Ramsey as well. What I would do with that, and like you say, because it's cheaper next year than it is this year. So I'm going to do the two years. And right. The, the second year, right? This is something I was thinking about when I was thinking of the Jalen Ramsey thing, right? Ready? Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey, Trayvon Diggs is up for contract renewal the end of this season. If I've got... Well, him, but now they can do him this year, though. Yeah, correct, do, correct, yeah. yeah. They, they can go correct. early, which is fine, yeah. But I'm saying, like, if they mm-hmm. don't, and Diggs right. is sitting at the end of the season, because Diggs believes he's a top five cornerback. You sure. can argue he is. You could argue he is. Sure. Right, if he's thinking that, then Diggs is thinking top five money. If we haven't got a guy like Jalen Ramsey in the building, Diggs can monopolize the contract talk. He can ask for all the money in the world, and mm-hmm. we can't say no, or, or Jerry can't say no. He's stuck there. But if I've got Jalen Ramsey here, I can play the card of, yeah, you're pushing your luck here, mate. I got Jalen Ramsey who can cover me if the worst should happen. So try bringing your figure down a bit. And that is the added bonus of having him in. I mean, look, if you want to see the Cowboys go all in, you got to get creative, right? And you I'm do. starting to feel, I'm starting to feel like, let me look, even if you give up the 26th overall pick for Jenna Ramsey, you're, you're in, you're in a pretty, you're in a pretty good situation. But again, the Cowboys can pay and they do get pay Lewis and Lamb this year. I should not Lewis, Diggs and Lamb this year. Be early. Don't yeah. wait, get him against this stupid uh, 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 franchise tag. Excuse me. Right, yeah. is where you want to be at. So for me, you get him here, get him signed, and again, you have the flexibility because of Bland that you can make this work and pay both guys. You know, yeah. and, and, and I like to see it happen. I don't think you'd have to. I think I saw the comment. Ramsey is going to look for a new deal. I don't think you have to do it year one. I think you have to do it year two because you want to stretch the money out, and make it work for you long term. Is where it is. So you right. play on the seventeen million this year, then you redo it. So I'll get digs. If you made the trade, I get digs done now. Then mm-hmm. hit Ramsey next year in the offseason, get him taken care of. Just throwing it out. What it, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> and here's my my other hypothetical that I've spoken to these boys about is okay. what if you did a trade, you traded away your first round pick, mm-hmm. and you brought in. Think of the West Coast offense. Dalton right. Schultz on the move, and okay. think of how Atlanta Falcons are struggling. No, my no, <laughs> no. It's train baby. Pitts train baby. <laughs> We're back oh. on it. We're back on it. Think about We're it. Back on Falcons the train, are in baby. trouble. Families are in trouble. <laughs> they're, they're 54 million over the cap, right? They don't need a tight end. They need a I hell of a lot care. more going we on there. Doing, we doing. We have, we have bigger <laughs> freaking, freaking positions to fill the void. No. <laughs> on you're not going to no. get a talent as good as Pitts with the first I round get pick. That. I get that, but there's other positions that we freaking need. This is you don't. You right don't. Oh. I, again, you don't. You don't want to be having two 
two people that you've got to exercise the fifth year option on at the same time, you know, especially with our salary cap. I want, I want to know if we're not getting rid of Tyron and we're okay. Zeke's obviously, I think the more you're hearing Zeke is probably on his way out, but how getting under the cap in the next 15 days or so is, is what interests me. First of all, that, you know, Stephen, the big thing for me that Stephen has said is that, you know, all of these players that we're talking about aren't willing, they're not being forthcoming and coming to them and trying to get new deals. They're quite happy mm. to wait and, you know, try and put the emphasis on them and make the Cowboy. If the Cowboys make the first move, then the Cowboys are going to get screwed by them, basically. Right. If they come to the Cowboys, then the Cowboys have the upper hand. Um, I want to see how all this plays out. But, yeah, mm. I mean... I, I like I like the talk about bringing in Diggs's brother, so yeah, you got yeah, Diggs's brother, brother, you know, and play on that play on that family. What did play he on say? That family so that when you're when you're renewing when you're re- renewing Trayvon, right. you can say, look, do you want to play with your brother for another year? Do you want to play yeah. for another couple of years? Whatever, do it that way. Yeah, the 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 problem the, pro- the problem with that is I'm sure the Cowboys would be willing to do it financially. The it's the money. money. It's the yeah. money yeah. that they would, yeah, they would lose 17 million. It's a $34 million hit. It's like 17 million in dead space. They just can't do it. So I would love, yeah. Hey, don't get me wrong. It'd be getting things in here. would be fantastic, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Cowboys uh, do pull the trigger on D hop. Cause what we're hearing about D hop is the, they want a second in a, in a future pick, right? They want two picks. Sounds to me, you can get D hop for a third now. And, you know, we start talking about getting D hop for a third. I'm a buyer for a third round pick, Paul, on Hopkins. I, I wouldn't do a second um, I'm a buyer at third. I, round, I, do Do you think though you're getting a return on that? Because think of like where D Hop is in mm. terms of his athletic profile now, like what we seen last year with him. Is, well, that, course, a, is mean, that a value return? I think so. True. I mean, look. Because I mean, you're, you're I mean, you're going to bet on Odell with with the two knee injury, the you know, the same knee injury, uh, now, two times. And that that that's one of the and reasons look, I'm out on Odell. Right, and they have to. Add, and to me, and, we, and we've had this talk before that to me, they have to add a guy prior to the draft, and they have to draft a guy in the first three rounds. That's just where they are at the wide receiver room because the the coverage is very bare over there right now. Yeah. So they have and you to need a lot of that. wide receivers on a West Coast. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. the numbers mm-hmm. when you think about it. You know, so, like, you know, they, they like that. If they're able to go out here and procure a guy, insert guy. And look, don't forget about Cooks because the Texans are going to, have to do something with Brandon Cooks still. So yeah. he's still in play here, in my opinion, for the Cowboys, seeing how things break down. But boy, if you're able to add one of these guys and go get like a guy like Parker Washington or uh, or uh, Josh Downs into this offense, oh. you feel pretty good about the room. I love Josh. Yes, 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 yes. yes. You are a Josh fan. Yeah. I would, I would, I would trade down for Josh Downs even. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could. You, you probably yeah, I would. could. You'd be would. there at 56. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, that is an interesting one. So, we, we'll kill things on this and wrap things up. So, before we go any further, as we do with every guest that comes on, we ask this question. So, get ready. All right. Next, you mm-hmm. are in the building. You're there okay. on the phone. You're All calling right. down to you're calling down to the draft and saying the Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys are 26 are picking 
Zay Flowers, wide receiver, University <laughs> of Boston College. Let's go. Bring me Zay. Bring me Zay if he's on the board. That's, who, that's I like where I'm it. at. I like uh, it. Does Philly, can I ask y'all one more question? I, I, I mean to hold y'all yeah. up, guys. And I know Paul, no, no, you're no, struggling no. over there. Let me ask one more question. I don't, I don't get enough time with you guys. So I want to, you know. I know. We love you, Mom. We love you. We love you. Did y'all find it very interesting that the interview for Stephen Jones at the Combine and then the press conference as well from Mike McCarthy? Yeah. No Zeke talk whatsoever. Funny how that worked out, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I noticed there was a lot of silence on some things. No, no, um, not one person wanted to ask that question. Mm. Or was there, or did Jerry put a muzzle say, hey, don't ask this? You would have thought somebody, because Jane Slater was there, you would have, because right. Jane Slater is outspoken, does not care. We'll just say it how it is. Um, right. The questions that were put out there, and even with Jane there, I was like, I'm surprised, man. I'm, uh, this Nobody seems a bit... touched the Zeke. I was like, hmm. And remember, because the thing that was said going into the combine, his representation said is as a uh, agent. Uh, combine. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna find out what mm-hmm. his value is at the combine and figure things out. And there was no questions at all here that the cuts yeah. of the combine to either Mike McCarthy or uh, or uh, um, Stephen Jones, and they never even addressed it at all. So I thought I thought that was very interesting. Sometimes it's not what they say; it's what they don't say. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. did they talk about Pollard? I don't think they did either, did they? They well, no. Uh, Stephen did. Stephen said. Which was interesting tidbit here that he said says he plans on getting Pollard done without using the tag, but that they would still that's use right. the tag. Yeah, I was like, and right. that, and that got right. us to the question of well, they're not going to tag Pollard to get a deal done. Who are they using it on? It can't be LBE. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. now we're talking about Schultz or or Dono. Dono and for all intents yeah. and purposes, everything that I'm hearing, they're going to let Schultz walk. So to me, if they are going to use the tag to get Pollard done, it is going to be on Donovan Wilson. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've got our sources. Besides, uh, hey, look. I, look, go go to my timeline on Twitter. Go to my timeline on Twitter. It was January twenty fifth to twenty sixth. I said it would not surprise me at twenty sixth the Cowboys take B. John Robinson. I think ultimately, uh, I hit, I if, he, if he's if he's there, if he's there at twenty sixth, I'm willing to bet a large sum of money that'll be the pick. If he's there, I if have concerns there. about his running style for longevity. Um, I have I have my concerns of his pass protection. Hey, I'll, wh- I'll, I'll whisper. I like Gibbs more. I think. Me too. I'm I the think. same. Just I from prefer- my home run capability. Bijan's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Bijan yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. I'm not taking any away from Bijan, but play, I think for what they want to do with this offense, I feel like you could get Gibbs in the second round. I spent that 26 pick, but again, if yeah. Bijan's there at 26, the value wise, I think the Cowboys will pull the trigger. And look, it makes sense, right? Jersey sales wise, University of Texas in the state. You know, just a lot of things line up there. Zeke out of the building. How do you how do you help the nation get over Zeke? You bring in Bijan. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Run it the run and pass game as well. Right. So yep. we, I'm going back yep. to the West Coast. And when you think mm-hmm. he's good on those checkdowns, the 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 wheel routes and the out right. routes. So yep. that's exactly what you need from your running back. And True. if you really wanted to, you could push him to a slot. All right, Paul. Bijan or trade for Pitts? Which one? Go. <gasps> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> You're waking him up. Disgusting. Disgusting. That's actually the distressing question, not. Disgusting. Well, we'll talk about later. <laughs> we're trying to play the wrong sound there, but for some reason uh, it's not happening. Uh, but um, I'm not going to answer it. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not answering that question. Because I, 
Well, is for it, the first time ever, Paul is speechless. Fair enough. No, no, literally, it's emotional damage. Literally. If it was me, I love Safe Flowers. I would, it was either that kind of trade back. If I was going for a wide receiver, trade back, get Josh Downs. But depending on who else is there, if Osiris Torrance, the guard from Plod is there, then right. I would I would see that as a good valuable option. Bolster the O line as well. Then maybe if Gibbs is there second round, then go for him. Then there you go. That's you got your your good like foundation for the run game going up front for the new start. Where for a new coach, uh, offensive lineman coach, and or OC uh, for for the West Coast offense. So that to me is a win win scenario. Um, right. But. Oh, but I don't know, man. Uh, I hear you. But, you, and, you know, and here's the scary part: we talk about Osiris. There is that if they're rolling with Tyron Smith, I think Osiris is off the board here at 26. To be honest with you, oh yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the you, other, go on, Paul, go, 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 go. I was going to say, because the other guys out there, you've got Luke Weipler from Ohio State, Steve Avila True. from TCU, yeah. And, yeah. and potentially even uh, John Schmitz from Minnesota, who is technically sure. a cent. As a center, but he can play guard, mm-hmm. and, and he had a really good showing in the senior bowl. Senior bowl, but, yeah, yeah. Like he was, he was demolishing people. And uh, I'm just trying to think who else there was. Uh, but, but John Michael Schmitz is actually my pet cat. I love him. And, okay, and, and then there's I, the other he's guy. He's senior bowl MVP. And also, right. there's the other there's the other guy who is t- classified as a tackle is Cody Mark from North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. You could probably put, like he's, he's, got, he's like like he's, he's got the he, he's a more framed for a guy. He's I got think. the traits, he, and he's a traits yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 the traits guy, right there with you, Paul. Yeah, I, and the yeah. issue with Cody Mark is that he's got the short arms, so I'm moving him to guard. Basically, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Fun times ahead, guys. Fun times ahead, yeah, man. The fun's just cranking up here with this combine. And the and, uh, here we are about a week or so away, and we got free agency going. You know, these cowboys got to start making moves. You know, according according yeah. to you know, oh, oh, Stephen Jones just going to wake up one day, and the and the Dak Prescott deal is going to be done. So to me, sounds like they already have something in place. They're just waiting to announce it. When you when he says stuff like we're going to wake up and it's going to be done, I'm like, okay, there's something there's something already in the works here. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how that contract works. And to me, we're going to learn about learn a lot about Dak on this extension because it was always set up to double dip when the money went up. Does Dak sign that 10-year deal? Okay. Does he sign that 10-year deal to really let them spread the money out, get creative, and kind of understand he's going to be the guy here for the next five to seven years uh, with that with those, you know, voidable years there at the end? Very interesting to see how his contract extension breaks down and what that looks like for them uh, cap-wise moving forward. Yeah. See, th- see, this is one thing I mentioned um, before um, previously on a couple of weeks ago. It's like under like when you compare Kellen Moore to Scott Linehan's offense, like mm-hmm. there's a big difference, especially when it comes to the run game and distribution stuff like that. And it did help support Dak a lot more. Like Dak was making less air, like less errors under Linehan. You could say there was no right. as much. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot more output from Dak under Kellen Moore, but there was a lot more mistakes that come with that. And then that's where, and I can see where fans were coming from, getting a wee bit frustrated and stuff like that. So I'm wondering now, going this West Coast offense, if we can get the right tools in place for Dak and the right support in that offensive line, we might not have, we need to have this discussion again in regards to Dak. Yeah, I think, you know, and, and a lot of that comes down to, and, and we heard McCarthy talk about it this year. Look, teams do run option routes. Let's be clear when we talk about the NFL brass tech. Yeah, Kansas City yeah. runs option routes. 
But here's the thing. So, their option routes are pre-snap, not post-snap. And what, what the, got the Cowboys in trouble this year was the post-snap options where we ran into things where you would see like three guys in the same vicinity running the same route. They all saw it differently. You know, uh, not cutting in front of the safety, going behind the safety where Z or Dex saw in front of the safety where he put the ball. And I think the number one thing that you're going to see from this offense moving forward is those post-snap option routes are dead here. They're gone. We want to worry about those anymore. And that's going to help Dak immediately yeah. off out of the game. I, yeah. I, I've heard people saying about all of that, but the, the only thing I will say with the option route is that it, it's it, it's one of them that we only ever notice, you know, option routes that have gone wrong when they don't mm. come to fruition. You think, like, option routes when the play catches the ball and the play is good, we never see of them because we never know about right. it because it works. Right. So uh, that's my only thing with option when people talking about your whole option right there. I'm like, yeah, you're only looking at the bad side of it. You're not looking at the good too. Like how many of those routes where the player caught the ball and went downfield and got the first, mm-hmm. how many times was that on an option right? And people don't look at it. No, I mean, I, I don't, yeah. I have an argument you. to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely, I mean, there definitely is, you know, I think the big thing there in general, when we talk about that is just, there's less than a handful of teams that run post snap option routes. I know. Just yeah, are. Yeah. This is where this yeah, is kind of where true. the league is. I know where you're going. There. So, but you're not wrong. And the one thing I like about this offense, because of the playmakers that we have had in the building, we're so low uh, across the land in yak. And with this West Coast, it was going to allow like CD Lamb and stuff. He should be a yak monster going into next year, which is exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but um, we will wrap this one up uh, and oh, oh, see. Oh, oh, before next door, you do know that we're all coming next year, Mike, Lauren, and everyone. We're all coming next okay. year for Thanksgiving. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the deck, doc, and see if I can make it for sure. Yeah, you need to what find out. What do you mean? If you, what do you mean? <laughs> if you can, can make, make it. it. <laughs> it's a big 10 four, guys. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. uh, just so everyone. Look, Oh, sorry, Paul. Keep going. I was, I was just gonna say, big celebration, man. Big celebration. Oh yeah, big yeah. Tags. We'll get we'll get on the moonshine. But um, where can, <laughs> where can everyone find you next so they know where to look? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, catch me on Twitter. Uh, your guy Nick's right there. Your underscore guy underscore Nick's N I X. Uh, follow me over that way. I'm uh, I think I'm around 15 away from 5K. So appreciate everybody for rocking with me on that side. We run spaces during the week, and each and every Friday we definitely have the uh, Dallas Cowboys Happy Hour space followed up. Me, Professor O, uh, Deacon Dom, and Spoonie, we do our live draft show, each uh, live mock draft each and every Friday. And we're starting this week. We're putting the board together, guys. We're starting yeah. position by position. Uh, this week's going to be wide receivers, our top 10 wide receivers. Uh, we'll be going throughout the draft process, top 10 to each single position, moving forward each and every Friday. And uh, kind of hone in on this draft and what the Cowboys are going to do. So yeah. Pick 6 Sports YouTube on that side. And then on Twitter, That's your it. guy Nick's man, come over there and mess with me. I, I, I don't know. Say... I, I don't know if you guys know, but Nolan Smith is just about to do a forty-yard dash. Yep. Who is Nolan Smith? Nolan Smith. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. got to be just, on that. He already had that he, crazy vertical. Yeah, yeah, he is just about to go off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're here in anticipation. See what he does here. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll keep it going until uh, he does okay. that. But um, yeah, I will say you've done your your your, your spaces as well, mm-hmm. and I've been lucky enough to come and join you on some of them. Four, they are legendary. Four, four, four. <laughs> oh, oh my and god! A, and a 1.5 10 yard split. Oh, wow! He, 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 wow! Oh my! That's moving. Guess what? That's moving. Guess what just happened? <laughs> 
He's That's not going to be there at 26. No, He's not no, going to be there at 26 now. <laughs> no, no, he is. Oh, wow. That's moving. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, look, it, it, look, That's all I can say. That's moving. And now it turns into if he is there at 26, how do you say no? Yeah. Finesse is up next. Yeah. Finesse is next. He will. He he needs a good time because his issue is always six, being four his. six four. That's not too bad. Still, that's still that's good. Okay. Yeah, for his size, yeah, I need to check. Two hundred and seventy-two. Two hundred and seventy-two pounds. Yeah, mm. I'll check my charts, but that's moving. Funny. Um, moving. but you, you four, moving four, also. four. Oh my god. Yes, <laughs> but uh, make sure you go and check out your guy next, and um, I will. I come. I'll come and try and join you on another space. They are legendary. I I've appreciate it. Be, I've been the, there. The, the, the seat's start. always open for you, my guy. The seat's always know, open for you. I know, I know. I've been there. I've been there before where I've joined you at the start of one of your shows, gone to bed, woken up, and you're still going. Yeah, we had a, we had a, we had a seven we had a seven hour marathon last night. Uh, six hours wow. and twenty nine minutes last night. So once we get wrong, this time of the year because there's so much going on and people coming in and out, and you got to keep things. going. Yeah. yeah, and and of course I was I was down had bronchitis. And so I didn't get to do the Stephen Jones. So we had to wrap up. We had to do Stephen Jones. We had to do the Mike McCarthy. Then, of course, all the visits, what was going on. And uh, we got a little yeah. longer in the tooth. So, yeah, I mean, in each and every Friday, we start the space around 6 p.m. Central time to 8. And then we do the show from 8 till whenever we get done there. And then usually I'll come back with another space after that. So six to eight hours on Friday, you'll catch me doing content as well. <laughs> so I, I, I'll come and try and join you on one one weekend. Probably won't be this awesome. week. I'll, I'll try and do it for next week with you. Fair enough. I always, I know. always, I always enjoy coming to talk to you. But guys, make sure you go and check out all these other content creators. You can see that there it is, like right in the middle, Pick Six Sports, right next to J Tuck and Will um, Steel, my man, Guy Walker Steel. Yeah, right yeah. there, smack bang in the middle. Make sure you go and check them all out. And um, yes. Go give them a like, a share, subscribe, all the rest of it. But thank you for joining us next. Uh, I know you had issues with everything. We will see you on the next round, mate. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you as always, guys. Be safe. Love you, man. I love the instrumental. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.